1: It's 930 in 716. Gun violence, street violence in Buffalo.
2: A number of the shootings that have happened in the most recent periods are basically payback shootings where someone gets shot for something that was said or done to a family member. Then someone else on the other side gets shot and back and forth. It's horrible.
1: And elsewhere.
0: Um, You know, in these gang conflicts, uh, people just drive up or even in some cases walk up and just randomly fire into crowds of people.
1: I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Both here in western New York and in other metros across America, violent and oftentimes deadly street violence is commanding headlines. In Buffalo, another violent and deadly weekend of street violence is on the books and it comes on the heels of a rash of deadly incidents in the Queen City that has law enforcers busy and looking for answers. On WBEN's Hardline program Sunday, Kevin Hardwick talked it out with county officials.
2: Well, the county certainly has a role and we are actively engaged in the investigation through our central police services Department.
1: Erie County Executive Mark Polencars joined by legislator April Baskin talking crime.
2: Earlier this week I was in touch with uh, Council President Reverend Darius Pridgen uh, offering whatever assistance we could uh, and uh, he was very appreciative. But I also let him know exactly what we're doing because uh, I was in contact with our Central Police Service Commissioner Jim Jansowitz earlier this week and, and, and Commissioner Jansowitz met with uh, Dennis Richards of the Buffalo PD. And over time, we've also had additional conversations with the uh, police commissioner, uh, Lockwood, in, in the city to offer whatever assistance we can. And and what we can do and what we are doing is we're speeding up the analysis of uh, firearms and other uh, evidence that's identified by the police at scenes. So we we have a system called the, the NIBIN system. We are part of a national, actually I should say international network where if a firearm, a gun is uh, identified, uh, we have the test shooting range. We can then put that information into a computer database and try to uh, uh, match it with any other crime in the United States or crimes here. Uh, so we're certainly uh, speeding up uh, what would normally take sometimes days to weeks uh, to try and to get things done in hours now. Uh, with regards to the uh, crime scene analysis that is uh, originally performed by the Buffalo PD, but then is brought to our public safety campus Mm -hmm. downtown, and our central police services staff will perform the analysis. Uh, There's other information and, and, and work that we are doing as a county. Uh, with the city that I don't want to get into because it'll talk more about what we're trying to do to to prevent these crimes from occurring in the future but also arresting the perpetrators Mm -hmm. but I think as you saw one of the biggest problems are having right now in the city is the issue of snitching and how people don't want to talk about the shooters because they're afraid of payback against them mm-hmm. uh, a number of the shootings that have happened in the most recent periods are basically payback shootings where someone gets shot for something that was said or done to a family member then someone else on the other side gets shot and back and forth it's horrible uh and we just need our public to a- to stand up and april, say a-
3: april let me ask you i mean i'm uh, again i read about this i'm in the city of tonawanda i read about this in the newspaper i see it on tv um, you're you're a lot closer to it. You represent uh, a, a big part of the area that's uh, that that I'm reading about in the paper. Um, is it just my imagination, or are things getting worse? They're
4: certainly not. Yeah, they're certainly not getting Just that, not, yeah, get, or it's just that getting when a grandmother better. and a
3: kid get killed. It, not it, it, at it Magnifies all. what's going on all every day. Yeah,
4: and um, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that they're uh, in, in a place of getting better, and so to hear that uh, local leaders are uh, working collectively to find some resolve um brings me great joy something that I can um, let my constituents know is you know kind of happening. I wonder what we can do in terms of um, education with children on communicating when they see guns or they see uh, v- uh, signs of violent activity in their mm-hmm. home because what's most disturbing uh, as a mother is our children are falling victim to this as well. So that one mother was killed in front of her three children that is going to create a, a huge amount of trauma in their life. The young boy who lost his life with his grandmother and just yesterday a seven-year-old uh, young girl was shot in her home. So I- I'm almost wondering what what can we do with in terms of children and 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 eliminating this narrative of snitching being bad mm-hmm. and opening up the communication patterns that we need to
3: so so do you think there's some partnering that needs to be done with schools definitely definitely mark, mark let me let me uh, compare this to to something else that the county has had a, had a big role in and that's the opioid crisis mm-hmm. i mean i was you know i've been on the county legislature now for eight and a half years and I can remember early on where you know I mean the 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 problem with heroin and, and other opioids wasn't really on our our radar and mm-hmm. and we like the rest of the country were a little bit late to the table if you will and and in doing something about it. but once we got involved we got involved in a big way and you know I I, I'm, I know that you're proud. Of the county's response to the opioid epidemic, I think that uh, if you look around at our neighbors, if you look around at the nation, I mean, we're we're right up there. We're we're, is, we're is, ahead of the curve and in that the was, response. And, and, and that was like we we threw all sorts of resources in mm-hmm. and money we didn't have uh, allocated. Uh, is is there a parallel here? Is this sort of thing that the county is going to need to step up, or the city is going to need to step up? Well it's
2: different in the regard that uh, the opiate epidemic was affecting all neighborhoods. Sure it was. Uh, urban, suburban, rural. We had people dying in Springville just like we had people dying in Buffalo and Lancaster mm-hmm. and Amherst. Uh, the shootings that are occurring in the city of Buffalo are occurring in primarily a very small section of the city. It's, I live in the city of Buffalo. I live in the Delaware District. The shootings aren't impacting it. So what you have to do is get buy-in from everybody at Mm -hmm. even a higher level than we needed in the opiate epidemic. Because I could talk to you, and you'd tell me a story about someone in Grand Island. Mm -hmm. I could talk to John Mills, and he'd tell me a story about someone in Springville. And I'd hear the same thing from the other legislators. I don't hear this issue from other legislators because it's not something that's impacting their, their districts. But the county does have a role. We have a role with regards to Central Police Services. We have a role with regards to the programs that we provide through social services to ensure that people are giving opportunities to create a better life. Uh, and we as a community have to say enough's enough. Uh, I think the leaders have. The problem is I think most of the people in the in the greater community aren't thinking about this issue other than when they read the newspaper or hear it on WBEN because it's not affecting them like the opiate epidemic mm-hmm. may be affecting a family member.
1: Meanwhile, in the Midwest, police say weekend shootings in Chicago have left at least 11 people dead, about 70 wounded. The violence peaked early Sunday, including one shooting on the city's south side that injured eight people. The Chicago Tribune reporting that by comparison, at least seven people were killed and 32 were wounded during the long Memorial Day weekend, often one of the most violent weekends of the year. Reporter Ryan Burrow talking Chicago violence with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski.
0: Chicago Police pointing out two things. Uh, Number one, the trend has been downward, actually, whether it comes to gun violence uh, and murders. Murders down about 23% from last year at this time. Shootings down uh, about 20% uh, from last year at this time. That being said... Uh, These numbers are eye popping, and they say that most of these shootings were gang related. Uh, In fact, in one instance, apparently, a gang related uh, shooting involving someone opening fire on a group of people uh, early Sunday morning, eight people were shot uh, in that. They say that people have been gathering out on the streets at two in the morning, and, um, you know, in these gang conflicts, uh, people just drive up or even in some cases walk up and just randomly fire into crowds of people. Now, why people are out on the streets at two in the morning, you know, well, that's a question question that hasn't been answered yet, but uh, the Chicago police superintendent going to address some of the violence uh, in a press conference later this morning. Ryan, do we know that they made any arrests at all this weekend in this? You know, they say that there were arrests of people with weapons, but um, unfortunately in these situations where there is uh, some kind of gang activity, uh, even the victims don't cooperate with police. Um, you know, unfortunately, you've got A group of uh, people, mostly young men between the ages of 15 and 22, who uh, shoot at each other and uh, aren't willing to say who's doing the firing. And what we see in in situations where things spiral out of control is a lot of retaliatory shootings. Uh, They don't want to get police involved, so they go and take matters into their own hands. And that's probably one of the reasons we saw the spike this weekend. Are these happening in the same areas of the city? There are 77 neighborhoods in Chicago, and these are happening in about seven or eight of them. If you go downtown and and we walk through Wrigleyville or walk by the riverfront, you're not going to notice or see any of this. It really is kind of the tale of two cities right now. Boy, I can't imagine, though, the emergency rooms this weekend. Yeah, and, and in fact, uh, it wasn't considered a lockdown, but they did have to kind of put uh, put limits on how many people entered uh, because, uh, according to some uh, paramedics, it was like a war zone. I mean, they didn't even have it, enough space to bring these ambulances up. There were so many people coming in, and you know, not only the people, but some of the victims' families as well. So uh, you had police kind of uh, kind of monitoring and controlling the area outside of Stroger Hospital just because of the the mass amount of people that were were put in there this weekend. You mentioned that tale of two cities. Uh, you know, people here here. These numbers and they're absolutely stunned floored by what they're hearing in Chicago. What's the mood like today? You know, this is uh, one of the reasons that there was a huge uh, anti-violence demonstration last week on, on Thursday that shut down Lakeshore Drive is uh, the people in these communities want to raise awareness outside for the for the remaining 70 communities that this is going on. And, uh, you know, Chicago is going to break another tourism record probably this year. I mean, we've got more people coming to the city, more buildings being built, more headquarters relocating here. But on the other hand, you've got kind of this, you know, open wound, the, these, these shootings that are going on specifically among. Young men 15 to 22, and it's something that the city just has not been able to solve. They're trying to do it with jobs and programs and after school and things like that, but those are slow generational changes, and uh, you know, that's not going to be a quick fix for a weekend.
1: A comprehensive look at the crime issue Tuesday morning on A New Morning on WBEN, and we're back tomorrow.
0: That's 9 30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.